about jack shits the podcast about dilly squat it's 2020 we made it we're here surviving gunshots bam 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 um and welcome to the podcast i am anusha and i am going to be with you for the next 45 minutes or so chatting jack shits and everything surrounding it (laughs) as you can tell i'm in a good mood i hope you all are well well rested hopefully ready for Whatever awaits you in January, this long last month. Unfortunately, my birthday month, you know, but it is what it is. Um, I say unfortunately because it tends to be in January, you have to have money to do things. And uh, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes of the podcast, one, I advise you to go listen to them because they're fun. I've been told they're cool. But also, um, I've had no money for the past few months. <laughs> and I've literally, like, just today caught up with all the bills from the past three or four months and you know now I've got like seven pounds in my account but things are looking up a little bit but again going back to it it's why I kind of hate my birthday because you have to have money to do things and go to brunch and travel and whatnot so yeah let's figure that out (laughs) 2020 but yes um I do hope everyone is well um 2019 was shitfire, and I'm not going to promise that 2020 is going to be any better, but I hope it's just a bit easier and people don't move as mad in this year. Um, And yeah, uh, this is a quick part of the show that I'm going to call Vent, Um, and essentially it's just a part of the show where... I just chat about how I'm doing, I just want to vent about anything that's going on, you know, um, anything that I've learned, anything that I wish I didn't do, all that kind of jazz. So, well, let's get into our vent section. Really dry lips, and I've not left the house, and I don't understand why this is the case. Ah, if you hear me lick my lips, I'm going, mm, should I get, I can't be on scale, but yeah, so if you can't see me right now, thank God. But I've, do you really get that crusty lip on the side, like the corner of your mouth? Ah, uh, I know I do. I. Anyway, um, yeah. So let's vent. Um, not much to vent about. I have. I proudly put my foot down on a lot of things because I don't really do resolutions because. I find that my years go in waves and cycles and I usually have some sort of rebirth every year. <laughs> like, my years tend to be quite hectic. Um, uh, like, the, the last year was a mess. The year before was kind of shaky. The year before that was nuts. Like, every year is certain different. So I don't tend to try to predict my years anymore. I don't pretend to, like... Um, I don't pretend to say, like, this is a goal, I'm going to do this. I just kind of, kind of tend to go with the flow. Um, but I have this kind of, for me, the new year is just like, all right, let's just do one thing to look after yourself, you know? Um, last year I said I would, I think I said I'd go to therapy and I did, even though I could only afford it for like a couple of months. It was probably the best thing I ever did. Uh, and this year I've decided I'm just going to prioritise myself, um, in everything, um, I think I kind of got lost in the source of a lot of things. Um, 
like you know with work i put so much energy in trying to find work and trying to maintain a job and that's not a bad thing it just killed me <laughs> it absolutely killed me i didn't have time for anything else um and i'm i don't as much as i'm good at my job like which is teaching if you didn't know um i am not my job if you know what i mean i am more than my job i am more than a lesson plan and i'm more than you know um I'm more that I'm more than you know than what I put out through capitalism essentially, um, so yeah I've decided that I'm gonna just fight, do things that I enjoy you know like I might in the next week or so go ice skating because I just want to go ice skating I used to be really good at it and you know I'm gonna start eating foods that I like more and then you know just kind of finding the beauty in something and beauty in myself like I just want to chill be with friends and just enjoy life because I, I think it because and this is just a me thing I've been working for so many years like I started working when I was like just hit 16 um 15 16 and at 17 I had three jobs on the go as well as being a full-time college student how that worked I don't know um I've always worked like as soon as I could work I worked and there was always an end goal per se so like with my singing uh I started out classical singing and there was always an end goal of all right I have to get these grades boom got my grade day easy all right cool boom I could try my voice to a certain less level boom finish my degree but you know what I mean like everything there was like a, a sort of an end goal thing but at the same time I got to a point where I was like well then what's next you know I would like to enjoy myself I think that's it like my twenty, your 20s are supposed to be for when you enjoy yourself so my lips are getting so dry my god <laughs> but yeah um I would like to enjoy myself so I am going to enjoy myself this year um and prioritize my my well-being my health all of that shit you know and it's like I said it's not like a just for this year thing it's like a lifestyle change and just small things. I'm not doing anything major, but just like, hey, I'm going to actually get a job that I like. You know, I'm not going to overextend myself. I'm going to have at the minimum of two jobs so I can pay the bills. I'm going to get a job. Like, I'm just going to do things that, um, you know, that don't kill me and do things that, like, don't stress me out too much, you know? Um... I've got a trial next week. Well, technically it will be this week because I'm releasing this on the 6th. And it's at a school and it's by my house. And it's just a TA job. But you know what? I am ready for it. Um, like I said, it won't be as emotionally taxing because I won't have to do lesson planning. And hopefully it'll be all right. So let's hope for bigger and better things this year. Um... And yeah, and if you don't know, I also do music, and this year I want to release music. I say that every year, but then something happens. Like, I said, yeah, December, I'm going to release music in December, and then I lost two of the three jobs that I had. So, <laughs> um, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so that was all a bit strange, um... Yeah, kind of stuff like that's been happening a lot. So, 
I'm just going to do things in my own time, uh, release things in my own time. And I think the other thing is I actually like singing and I like learning songs. So I am just going to do those things in my own time, in my own space. Um, so, yeah, it should be cool. Um, we'll see how that all goes. Um, like I said, I've got my EP uh, plan. I've hopefully getting... Um, I will be getting some funding at some point by someone. I don't know how, but somehow I will. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. And I think the last thing... Ooh, this vent section is long. Um, the last thing I want to do this year is I want to make more friends and start... I guess trusting again, that without sounding too melodramatic. Um, I don't mean that in a, oh, you know, I hate everyone and da 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 much. I'm not the fondest of people. Sorry, this big fuck off bit of lip just came off and I'm getting a little bit worried now. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, no, not to sound melodramatic or anything, but I had a friendship breakdown last year again you missed that there's like 12 episodes about it out of the 26 <laughs> um yes i had a, a bit of a breakdown last year because i was friends with someone for actually quite a short time but it was a very intense relationship and it completely broke me i and i suggest last year that you know what i'm going to love everybody at a distance for now because i can't handle any more stress at all um, so I literally, like, I didn't, like, become so introverted, but I, I just kept the friends that I had, and I just kind of got on with it, um, and then I lost a friend in September last year, uh, excuse me, and that also kind of fucked things up, because, again, she was one of those close people that I kept around, and then, unbeknownst to me, I actually became friends with her, her mutual friends, uh, so life has a funny way of dealing cards and I didn't think I was able to care about other people who I didn't know again and I could so above all of that I was like you know what let me st like slowly but surely start making new friends and you know like I said I don't have to jump right into it I'm not gonna try and like you know try and go to every networking event there is in London but I'm going to just try and build relationships and try and maintain relationships a bit more and be a bit more available for people um, because I feel like I'm ready. And uh, this might sound a bit woo-woo, but I'm going to continue talking because it's my podcast. But, um, like, I dissociate a lot and I have been having a lot of, like, moments where I'm in a relationship, which I've never been in one before, um, and it's always been quite casual. Like, I'm having really weird um, premonitions, per se, of just me just being in a relationship with someone. And it's like, there's nothing dramatic, and it's all like, he comes in, or she comes in, or they come in with a bunch of roses, and da da da, da. It's literally like, I wake up and there's someone there. You know? That sounds a bit weird, but we're going to continue talking. But, um, yeah. And I think that's, like, my body saying, you know what? You are just... You need some stability in your life, or you need, like, you're ready for that. Um, it's not a goal of, I said, not a romantic relationship or whatever, but I think it's my body saying to me, you just want routine, you want to have a set of friends and set of people that you can come to and chill out and just, you know, 
have a ball with kind of thing. So that's kind of where I'm going for 2020, just being a bit more friendly to people. Um, and we'll see where that gets me. We'll see where that goes. Um, yeah, no, I feel... Like I said, I feel okay. Like, I don't feel as down, but I've rested a lot. So that's that. And yeah, anyway, so... Again, because the computer decided to shut down. Um... But yes, uh, this episode is a throwback episode that I did with Shah. If you might remember her from the Hustle Hotline podcast. And um, <laughs> I was trying to sound like RuPaul there. Anyway, um, yeah, you might remember her from the Hustle Hotline podcast. And uh, I did an episode with her about power. Go listen to that. I think it's episode 21. Um, and this episode, we decided to do... This was actually our original uh thought process is that we're going to do episodes on Britney Spears. Now, if you don't know, we are two very big Britney Spears uh, stands and we thought we would um, talk through her career and just, like, how we have grown up with it. Um, and I talk about just some of the down moments she's had, some of the highs she's had. And, yeah, we kind of go through that. And then we ended up talking about loads of, like... um things with a musician's perspective and from a non-musician's perspective and it was really sweet it was a lovely conversation so yes i hope you enjoy and i guess i may as well do this now since it's going to be the end um you can find the podcast on spotify soundcloud all them things there you can follow us at, at nothing pod underscore on all social uh, social media well facebook instagram and twitter uh yeah and i basically use twitter and uh instagram and i occasionally go on facebook but you know each their own um and yeah i hope you enjoy it yeah but just also again social media oh my god if i i need a break at some point because i've been because after the passion thing that i had on sunday yeah i have just been scheduling posts for the past like month and i'm like i need to stop like i'm tired <laughs> but bloody hell anyway i want to talk about britney stuff I because britney Yes, love. she is. I just love her. Like, she's probably like the very one white artist that I'm actually like, I will listen to like, like with my whole chest. Like, I'll be like, yes, I'm a Britney stan. Come at me. Like, <laughs> there's some people that I'm like, I love them, but you're never gonna know. But Britney is like, 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 I know there's a couple problematic artists that I listen to that are like, you know, I actually have to keep this on the low now. Like, yeah. You know, I can't be. I can't be listening to this. I can listen to this in public, but it's in my headphones. But I can't be like, oh yeah, I really like the new album. Or like, do you remember that song from that wedding? Like, do you know, you just got to keep it quiet. You got to keep it on the low. Like, you cannot be chatting to people about this. Yeah, especially but, as you know, court cases. No. Like, oh god. Let me, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Britney's like, oh, she's my favorite. She's literally like. I don't know, it's a weird one because Britney was just there when I was born. Like, I woke up and it was like, oh, okay, here we go. Like, it was just kind of shoved in my face. But as oh, I've got... I, I was... Well, put it this way. Um, Hit Me Baby One More Time came out literally the year I was born. Oh, my God, you're so young. <laughs> I'm a baby. <laughs> like, literally. I'm, like, when people... People from 21... We're going 22. Shit, I'm getting, I am getting older. But, no, like, Hit Me Baby One... Um, Hit Me Baby One More Time came out the year I was born. And then from there, like, Oops, I did it again. That came out when I was, like, three. Luck the, the song I remember is Lucky. Um, that is so weird, because I was, like, 
so I'm 29 and like right. Hit Me Baby come one more time came out when I was like when did that come out 98 yeah 98 I was like seven or eight right like, it's weird that you just said you was just born and I'm like I find it weird but even then like the difference between it's, one and eight is not that much difference it's not at all like it's literally like um it's, it's only a few years and I think even so like I don't know it's just I think because she's had such a long reign it feels like just one huge I don't know like one huge like era I guess if you know what I mean because like her first before the blackout album is kind of what I'm getting at like Hit Me Baby One More Time, Toxic, which is the song I definitely remember. All that, all those kind of songs, they came out, like, I feel like it just, it feels like one big hurrah, I guess. And then yeah. Blackout came out, and then, you know, things kind of transitioned. But, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I think she's, for me, Britney is, like, the blueprint for so many artists nowadays. She is. Like, like, before, you know, 2007, she was mm. just like the only way I can describe her is just like your wholesome southern southern Belle. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can tell she just wanted the normal life because I feel like I don't you know earlier this year, did you hear about that thing about like Britney's being held against her will? Yeah, free Britney and all that jazz from, from my dad, wasn't it? Yeah. So do you listen to like Britney podcasts? Because there's one called Eat Pro Britney and there's <gasps> Britney's Gram. I'm telling you, I was listening to listening to like I was getting proper, proper deep involved. Like they would play like clips of like interviews and stuff. She's just like, yeah, I just want to go to Starbucks. Like, I'm doing that's the worst American accent ever. <laughs> <laughs> she was you're better than me. And I'm like, <laughs> Hi, I'm Britney Spears. She just wanted like a normal life. Yeah, and I think she still does, to be quite honest, because Definitely. like I follow I follow her on Instagram. And some like she's the cutest person ever. She's like, I'm getting my Halloween costume, I've dressed up as this is Halloween. Oh, did you see her Halloween costume? I was like, what? Yeah. This woman yeah. had millions. Yes. And then she chose that. I was like, oh okay. Like I said, she just wants you can tell she just wants to be normal. So I'm like, you could have done anything, and you just like, you know what? Fuck it, dress, hills, let's go. You know, like the way that she just um I don't know like you can like I say you can tell she just kind of wants to chill out if you know what I mean and always wanted always wanted to chill out she kind of reminds you of like the basic 2006 to 2008 American woman does that make sense no I completely get you like I can think uh Kelly Clarkson uh what's her name Ashley Simpson uh, Jessica Simpson, all those kind of yeah, kind of white girls that just were chill. And they were just kind of really laid back. They sang the music and then they went home and did whatever kind of thing. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah, the controversy, but then that controversy came out. Came of to her, the people who she was around, mm. having that network, being basically been a commodity. Like literally, been a commodity. I think even before that, like Justin Timberlake, like as I've gotten older, I've realised how much Justin Timberlake is an absolute asshole. I love like him. I know I love his music. Don't get me wrong. I, he's he's one I, he's a person I listen to on the low. Like I'm like I just will not tell anybody that I listen to Justin really? Timberlake. But no, because I can't stand all the stuff that he's done. Like because the way that he was talking about Britney back in the day was like really shady. And like really rude, and like 
I don't know. Like it was kind of for me, like Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he's devil's advocate. He was young as well. Like they were both like uh, like twenty, twenty three. But like the way that he, because essentially, um, do you know the song "Every Time" by Britney? Um, that song essentially she talks about like in the video when she hits her head. Um, there's like a line in it where she talks about "Please forgive me." Um, I don't feel like I want to live anymore, kind of thing. Yeah. And I was just like, the fact that you let this woman get to this point, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it just, I I feel like, as I'm not saying Justin Timberlake is the worst, was the only person doing this, don't get me wrong. And I think that's, that's what I'm kind of getting at, is that, like, she had this controversy from day one. Like, when, with Justin Timberlake, with her dressing uh, really kind of scantily clad in, you know, at a young age, in a really, like, I think the thing is, is that I've, because I grew up in a very... <laughs> open house so let's just say that like my yep. mom let me do whatever I want like literally That's so good to hear no like literally I would I remember every time I kind of will go out even now I'll be like mom what do you think of this dress she's like I think it should be shorter you know what get That's your tits out it's like my mom never she basically taught me how to be safe but she in her eyes it was like if if I restrict the way that you dress, you're going to dress this way without me knowing and that's going to scare me because I won't know what you're doing. At least I know what you're doing if I see how you're dressing. Yeah, because it's like you either restrict what they wear, they go around the corner, put the coat in the bin, they've got another There you go. Outfit. Right under the coat. That's, is that exactly it? And it's like, she was like, well, let me just allow you to do whatever. And what's interesting is that now I don't dress like, I mean, I get my tits out every so often, but like most of the, most of the time I dress like really casual because I was like, it was never like a thing for me to dress up, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I had my moments, but it's like, I never went through that phase that people go through where it was like, oh, you know, I was going out every weekend or whatever, because I was allowed to do that from a really young age. Like you couldn't you know. have that, um, that rebellious phase. No, like, and I think it's because my mum is like, for the most part, was just telling me to be more rebellious. She's like, go and do this. Go and do, as long as, like, she, the best way to describe it, do you remember me, is it Mean Girls? Do you yeah. remember Mean Girls? Yeah, yeah. Mama, you know, funny, I watched that last week. Really? <laughs> In my head. Um, no, literally, that my mum is that mum and Mean Girls. She's like, do you need to come down, do anything? I'm here. <laughs> that is my mum. But yeah, no, going back to Britney, like, like the it was I said I've never had the thing of um that thing of dressing up you know scantily clad when I was younger but it was like from the like the perspective of it like it was from it felt like an old man creeping up on a young girl like yeah. it didn't feel like she was had agency over the way she was dressing no. it just kind of felt like oh you know uh this guy has told me to wear this one but I wear this it didn't feel like she was wearing it for her yeah. If that makes any sense. And I think, I don't know. Like, I feel personally that Britney has been a learning point for music artists, per se. I completely agree. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of artists have, like, changed away. And actually, even industry as a whole. Because they, because I think before, I mean, we still treat women like shit in the industry, don't get me wrong. Oh. But the way that people treated Britney in 2007... To like 2010 to be quite honest like yeah. was so bad to the point i think we all and then amy whitehouse died and then whitney houston died and then i think we were just like you know what never again yeah. like i feel like people really learned that lesson but it's kind of sad that britney is still kind of in that situation like she's been left of all the things to deal with if you know what i mean like it's just i don't know 
It's sad. I've seen her, how many times have I seen her live? Three times. Really? I, um, so the first time I saw her was, I think it was the Femme Fatale tour. And I was like right at the front. Not going to lie, I think it was one of the worst gigs I've been to. But because no. of Britney and I was seeing her for the first time, I was like, oh my God, Britney! And like, she was my yeah. whatever, like, you know, I'm there for the vibes. Like, yeah, exactly. You could just tell that there was something just not there. Like, really? She was on stage, something slightly not there. Mm. No, I hear you. I saw I her completely. twice last year. So I saw her at Brighton Pride and then I went to her um, London tour. I did too. Oh my God. Like, I went to, I saw her at the O2. Yeah. Um, no, that was such, I, I really liked it. So I went by myself, I that think. gig was lit. It was lit. It was so good. It was, and you can tell, like, it, that she was enjoying herself. Yeah. Like, she was so much fun. Like, I think, because everyone was like, oh my God, she's my man. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. it's Britney Spears. Like, hello. I was, oh my God, that was, and it, like, I remember when I saw her, I saw her when I was, like, in the middle of moving, and moving is so stressful for me. So I was literally like, I'm just going to have a break, I'm going to go see Britney Spears, and it was so much fun. Like, nah. I'm, but no, I, you can tell, like, there was there was a was it her or Mariah? I get it confused when like a, a performance went viral and she was just completely out of it. I can't. I might, might be getting her confused with Mariah, but I don't know. I feel like there's been loads of performances of Britney that has just... been a few performances of Britney, and one of them is in I think it was the VMAs after she had her second child, her first child. Yeah, she's in that blonde bob middle part wig and she's wearing the like bra and hot pants kind of thing and oh even thinking about it just makes me sad yeah no because there's just I feel like there's just so many points where she's just been so low and I just kind of I don't know I kind of want her to um, to win like I would love for her to get um a vanguard award or like a artists of the decade or something like that award because she deserves it and like what's really what's really interesting is you know the album blackout like that era that is actually one of my favorite albums that is honestly the it's in my top three it's not my favorite album but like that album they always say like you produce your best work when you're at your worst Mm. that's an interesting one album came out 2008 right and that album's got so many bangers on it like so many and then you kind of think of like is it the give me more video that video yes yes oh i want to recreate the video for my birthday i I don't care like i'm literally gonna get all my girls and just be like guess what we're gonna do (laughs) get my black wig and everything that video just uh, just even like underrated songs like break the ice oh my god like and the anime video for that is amazing. Yeah, it's so good. And like, what's crazy? Break the Ice. I remember Break the Ice when it came out, but then I kind of blocked it from my mind or something. I don't know. But then when I came back to it, I was like, this song is amazing. This song is like, I was just so like gobsmacked because like, why did I forget this song? <laughs> oh no. But no, I feel it's interesting because from a musician's perspective, 
yeah and just what you were saying about like you create your best art when you're at your worst it's true in some cases yeah but it's hard to maintain that yeah like I feel like this example is Lady Winehouse like it, when it's um when you in a dark place creating and I think it's kind of sad that some musicians aspire to be depressed so they can create good art and it's yeah. really weird and strange but like especially like someone like Britney or Amy Winehouse it's like they created really good art when they were kind of in a weird place but the yeah. difference is is that can you maintain that creative streak per se yeah you know after all of that like after you know you've got your notoriety you've got your number one then can you maintain that after? And most people can't, yeah. you know? And it's it's interesting how Britney has. Like, it's interesting to see. I mean, obviously she got better, so that's probably why. But it's interesting oh. to see, like, because after Blackout is um, the album with Womanizer on it. Crap. Uh, circus. Circus uh, lit. That was a Baggers. Lit. Bangers. All bangers. <laughs> so many bangers. Also, oh, Starbuck wasn't quite well. That is true. That is true. She wasn't like she wasn't the best at that stage. I'm like, I'm um, thinking Femme Fatale. She had was that had did I have three on it? One, two, three. Everybody did. did. I said what? Well, well, I, I remember three was a one-off single. Really? Cause I cannot find that song anywhere. Like I can find it on YouTube, obviously, but just like just generally, I don't can't really find that song. But. I don't know, like, I'm so glad that Britney could continue yeah. past, like, past a certain, um, because I guess a lot of stars don't get that. Like, yeah. they don't get, like, they don't get that, oh, here's your second lease of life, per se. You yeah, know, they, exactly. a lot of, a lot of them, like, because I think, I said, for me personally, it's Whitney. Like, I love Whitney to bits, but, like, the fact that she never got to live if you know what I mean, as you know, we got to just to be is like really sad, or I don't know. Even well, I guess Mariah's actually done pretty well for herself. Mariah is like queen of comebacks, queen of queen comeback. of comebacks, queen of Twitter. I yes, love Mariah, and I feel like I think the thing with Mariah, she's always had an element of being grounded. Like I think her and Celine Dion, yeah, they've got that. Yes. Bizarre, titled to them but they haven't had that kind of ego no they both have ego because you have to have ego to get to that point no but i'd be like over like bearing ego because i feel like not overbearing actually that's the wrong word i feel like some of them they they're down to earth to the point where they don't have to kind of like where i could go around like i know i'm good i know i'm i know i'm I know I'm a legend per se, so I can just talk to you. Because I, I saw a video of her talking to somebody on just like, it, I think like her van broke down and it was like, she was on New York, New York High Street. She was just chatting to people. Like it was just nothing. And I'm like, the fact that you don't have that kind of overinflated sense of self. There you go. That's that. Look, yeah. look at that. And even the yeah. fact she's just doing a Walker's Crisp advert. I know for a fact this woman won't need Walker's Crisp, but she's come to collect her check. Yes, queen. Exactly. A queen. Like a true queen in form. The same with Celine Dion. Like we she knows we stand her I lips. She, she, she the way she she's a fashion icon. Legend. Fucking legend. Like, she's someone I was speaking about um yesterday. Cause she we were list watching because I went back home yesterday and it was like nothing to watch on TV. Um, so we were watching like the music channels and it was like old 80s uh, 
duets or something like that. And she she did a song for Beauty and the Beast. And I remember that very clearly. <laughs> no, say Beauty and the Beast was my film. That was like, that was my shit. Even though I don't really like it as I've gotten older, but another story. But anyway, we were seeing Celine Dion and my mum was saying like the fact that she knew her lane from when she started. Yeah. Like she didn't try to be something else. Like she didn't try to be, um, you know, kind of taking over people's spots. She's like, I'm Celine Dion, I'm me, I sing like this. You know? Yeah. And I think it's so cool. There was a point where it was like Whitney, Celine and um, Mariah. Mariah? Yeah. And I'm like, they've all got different styles. Like, I feel like a woman in the music industry is just like, you can't, you can't, there always has to be an element of competition. I'm like, you can, you can thrive and flourish. Like, well, I think the thing that I find sad is, is when it gets to women's heads, because like, I get, take it from someone that's in the music industry, like, so many times people, we, we do it subconsciously ourselves yeah like i'll be looking through someone's story and i'll just be like oh they can sing really well like i'll kind of get myself down as well oh they can sing really well and i have to stop myself i'm like but so can you you can both sing well done like move do you know what i mean like it's it's but it's because like it's so ingrained to you that they can only be one type or that one type of singer in the music industry like it's like either i don't know like someone walk or scissor or Mariah or uh, Whitney like it's one or the other it can't be both exactly. and like so many men around us like oh T by the way uh did you hear like Scissor's manager was like shading Summer Walker no so yeah apparently he was shading Summer Walker because he was he's basically saying like uh Summer Walker's biting off Scissor's like image and sound and uh I think that they're two separate artists to be honest me, me too. They are so different. Like, and I like so, them both individually. Yeah, I like them for different reasons. If you know what I mean, like, I like Scissors' songwriting. I like Summer Walker's sound, which I'm like because I've only just heard the album. But like you said, they're two different artists. But the fact that again, Scissors' own manager is trying to pit them against each other. Imagine what that's doing to like Scissors' head. I mean, hopefully she's got you know she's got the mindset to be like, nah, I'm not going to listen to this. Yeah. But still like what's that doing to like her head to felt to feel like that she has to compete against other people and all that kind of jazz and like what that's doing to someone walker's head or mindset saying that like you know um you know someone who i guess i'm assuming that she's not decision but someone that i looked up to her manager is coming at me now i feel like shit do you know what i mean like it's it's really horrible to see how women are pitted against each other but Going back to Britney, it's like, I don't know, who was checking her at the time? Let's be honest here. Like, I can't really think, maybe Rihanna. But then Rihanna is a bit of a different artist to Britney. Like, Rihanna was more raw at the time. What do you think? I feel like Rihanna has, is, she's in her own lane. She's <laughs> Period. Period. Like... I don't know. I just don't feel like Britney was being checked. I feel like the reason why Britney, well, one, Britney is so good at what she does, but why she's never been like challenged per se in the industry is because, again, she was in her own lane and she just kind of did what she had to do. Like, I can't compare anyone to Britney per se in, in off the top of my head. Like, there's nobody of her caliber that I could be like, yeah, that she's really like Britney. 
Yeah, because I always tried to put Christina Aguilera next to Britney, and I was like, no, they've got two completely different sounds. Different sounds, different voices, different, like, goals in life. I'm if you know what I mean. Christina on Saturday, because, like, literally, she's the one person, like, when I see her, I've seen everyone I need to see. But um, they're two completely different artists, because, like, a couple of my friends were like, oh, Britney or Christina, I'm like, both. Both. Like, I can't... Literally. They're, they're two, they're, like you said, they're two different artists. They're two different people. Even like their sounds, like the early, early stuff. Even when before Britney went, kind of for ah, oh, let's go, let's go from go towards black people. You know, like where she was kind of doing like <laughs> Alicia Keys. And with, what was the other? She worked with Dark Child, or I know she was. Oh, okay. yeah. But, yeah, uh, Red Man and all those like that. The dirty, not dirty, dirty stripped album. Well, she had, they had the, oh. had the dread. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Britney. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm talking about, I'm yeah. talking about, oh, each, each person's done the same. But, like, when Christina went, did have more, like, R&B type yeah. so stuff. So she went with, like, Alicia Keys. Yeah. Redman. Not Redman. Yeah. Yeah. That, that album, that album's amazing. That like, album. I will not take that away from her. I feel like that's one of, like, my top five favourite albums ever. Really? Yeah. Do you know what I will say? As much as because I feel like there are some songs I like more than others, what I will say it, it developed my voice. Like it developed. Like I actually because there are like maybe ten albums from when I hit. Because I long story short, I started singing when I was like twelve, and then from like twelve to sixteen, I was really trying to because I thought like you're discovering yourself phase anyway. Like yeah. I was really trying to discover like how do I sound like I my voice is quite classical because I do classical singing yeah. but then it's quite bluesy at the same time so I stripped is one of those albums that I appreciate because I studied that album like how to write songs how to do runs uh how to like all that kind of stuff came from studying that album and like as much as I said Chris Aguilera is it's still she's a weird one for me I do like her but I have I can't overdo it if that makes any sense like I can't I mean I can't yeah. go on a binge. I can go on a Britney binge. Like I can listen to so many brif- different type of Britney songs. Chris Aguilera, I can't listen to every. I can. Like I can literally listen to all of her albums. There's one album that was a bit of a dip, and like, every time it comes up on a shuffle, I'm a bit like, "Whoa!" But nope. <laughs> what album is that? It's um Lotus. Oh, that that, that album disappointed me actually. <laughs> It was so bad that I remember, like, I can't listen to this. And I, you know, like, usually, like, when you get a new album, you listen to it, like, a couple of times, and then you listen to it, like, for a weekend back to back. I couldn't listen to it. No. And the thing that frustrated me is that that was, that that I got was, I don't know how old I was when it came out, but I remember asking, like, this is when I started having my own money. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to listen to it, buy it with my own hard coins, purchased it on iTunes and I listened to it I was like oh okay this is really bad (laughs) I feel like every artist has their dip and that came out just I'm looking at it it came out in 2012 and with Christina Aguilera she's had she's had she hasn't had a lot of albums so she's had the Christina Aguilera album stripped back to basics love the album bionic that album's uh, yeah that album's a incredible bionic love that album and then she had lotus and then she's got a recent one which hasn't i don't think the promo has been great at all 
No, because she had that song with Devin Lovato, and like yeah. that got promoted for like a good five minutes before it just kind of was just kind of went out of nowhere. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know, like that. Yeah, I feel promotion nowadays is really strange. Like, I don't know, like the way that albums are just not being announced anymore. I'm like, really? We just could, we just throw things out here now. <laughs> like, what? I feel like the lifespan of stuff just doesn't have much longevity anymore. Like, no, I feel like, no, I completely agree. And I think, do you know what? I think you can have longevity in an album because, like I said, look at Britney, look at Rihanna, look at, there's like a few artists even recently that I can say that have got albums that I would probably still go back to. Like, you know, Little Sims, her, what? I can't remember what's. I feel really old now. I just have to Google who that is. Uh, she's a British British rapper. Have you oh. seen Top Boy? No. Do you know what? I actually don't really watch much British stuff. I just really like, British, in the British accent, but I don't really watch much British British stuff. I've heard of Little Sims, but I don't think I've. If I've no, I don't think I've listened to anything. I mean, uh, you might like her. She's quite like an easy listen. If you know what I mean, she's not like it's not like something you have to sit down and listen to. You can listen to it as you're doing stuff. Like I got introduced so quite late but it's interesting because one of my friends lads is like little sims like they they are literally like one of the same person like the way that they dress all that kind of stuff so i was like let me listen to little sims i know my friend likes her and there are a few like her album is this it came out i think either early this year or late last year it's so good it's so so good and i'm like i like there are a few albums that do have longevity like from recent artists but, like, I feel like the music industry, because people are so concerned with success, like, and so concerned, like, it's, it's a panic thing. Because if you think about it, there are so many other artists out there, it's so oversaturated that you want to be that person to kind of shine amongst the others. So you start yeah. creating, you start creating, you start creating, you start creating. But, like, um, rather than just sit back and relax, chill, you know, like create what you want to create and because it will be so good because you've taken that time with it then there'll be that longevity i but think that, a lot of people are so worried huh? not people are so sorry, oh, sorry just, just really i don't know yeah yeah no it's i think it's just a connection in general but yeah some people are so or musicians in general like are so concerned about trying to make that number one hit yeah. that i think they forget about the i think what you call the passion is gone yeah the passion yeah passion's gone and i think it's i think it's i don't feel like musicians are to blame i think it's like a combination of stuff if you know what i mean like it's a combination of like the industry's changed social media spotify and also the fact that you can literally launch your own career now like you don't need to no i think what i will say about that though is that you can launch your own career but you need money behind you which it's that's the hard thing about it is that like what i'm finding hard about it is that like you need at least like a couple of grand behind you to be like have again have that longevity because you can launch your own career but you need someone behind you with money that can be like yeah so let me help you create the next video and the next look and the next whatever because you can create a really cool video for cheap but can you create 10 videos on the cheap that are really cool and really different? But no, you're right, though. You can make your own career. So basically, record labels aren't doing, which is my point, which is the longest way to get to that, is that because of all of that, 
So when you get people like Chris Aguilera releasing new albums and stuff, they're just not putting the time and effort to like nurture the artists that they already have. Yeah. Because they're just like, well, if they could, if that artist can launch their own career with their own money, <clears throat> and then we just sign them once they get fame, like once they start getting traction, you know, we don't have to spend anything. Exactly, because they've already kind of launched themselves. They don't actually have to do like the growth. Oh. No, exactly, exactly. So it's just like they can just do whatever, and they just sign the artist and then go. So it's like why, um, again, like Chris Aguilera, and like I mean, Britney has like she had like an album with Tanache, which was the Glory one, and she had like songs with like Iggy Azalea and G Easy, like the what really recent one. Yeah, was it the Britney Jean album? No, I think it was after what after that. No, oh, actually, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Hold on. Let me just do a Google because the uh, I know like, they, do my Googles. Yeah. No, Britney Jean came out. Glory came out. That's the recent one, right? Yeah, that is the most recent one. I didn't really like Britney Jean, the Britney Jean album. I just was like, mm. like Yeah, it felt a little bit like I don't know. It kind of felt like just I mean, work bitch I do like. <laughs> I thought that um, bitch came out like years before that. I'm surprised to see it came out in 2013 because it feels like a 2010 song. It really. Does. I think it's because I feel like it's, I think it's out. That album felt a bit outdated. Yeah. Like the the 2013 one because remember there was like the whole era of like EDM that like, yeah. Will Will I Am was like making his coins like every other song he was on like now, sitting on a chair pressing buttons like <laughs> don't blame him. But you know, like it's he's literally living his best life. But like he, I feel like that era of music will start to fade, like because then like acoustic stuff happened because Ed Sheeran got big and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that album came out kind of at the worst time because it was like almost like they she kind of like missed the window. Yeah, for, like, those that kind of sound kind of went quite stripped. Yeah, like everyone was kind of doing their back, like the chilled out album. Or if they were doing EDM, it was like they were really successful. But like a lot of people were like, sh- like kind of taking it back a bit. It wasn't like a huge, huge um, like production. There wasn't huge, like whatever. Like the Glory album, I actually, I'm gonna not, not lie, I haven't actually listened to it. I feel like I have, I'm just like, the thing is, because I'm so invested in like In the Zone, that is like my album. Yes, I always like. Oh yeah, Glory. Oh yeah, Britney Jean. Like I feel like my albums are like in the zone, Blackout and Femme Fatale, and, and the Circus album. Like that kind of era is so me. And then I'm like Glory, Britney Jean just doesn't have that. Oh, that Oof, I yeah. want. Yeah. No, I hear you. I think for me, Blackout because I think Blackout. I was old enough to understand what Britney like how like I don't know I was old enough to understand the album because like I like in my zone I love that it's it's got baggers like me against the music you know toxic all that stuff every every time is my favorite song of her yeah and I don't know why it is because I think it's not her best song I just love it it makes me cry I can't listen to it without crying like it's it's one of my favorite songs. It's an emotional one. It is, and I don't feel like Britney has a lot of emotional songs that are like big hits. Maybe like. Um, yeah. 
that's I'm, a bit I'm like when that movie came out. I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> let me just stand on a mountain and start singing like <laughs> that's that album, like that song was just an era in itself. Okay, that like that movie. That oh movie gosh. had I Love Rock and Roll and it also had um Overprotected. Yes, it did. Yes, yeah. it did. Just wow. No, but I feel like Blackout, I don't know, I feel like I just I, I just like when it came out, I was like, oh okay, I get this. Like it, I just kind of uh, I gravitated towards the songs more, especially Give Me More. Like that as a kid, I was just like listening to that song just I'll repeat. The legendary line that I always keep saying to this day is Britney, bitch. I mean, yes, three words maximum impact has lasted a whole lifetime. Lit- to this day, like, that is going to be her legacy. It's Britney, bitch. Dun, 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 dun. Like, every time I hear that, I just want to, oh, and I like love it. She's like, obviously, I don't know her on the regs, but, like, she's seemingly pretty shy, like, pretty chilled. So her to have something like that, I'm like, right, okay. Yeah, no, but she is pretty shy because when I saw her at, in London, when I saw her in the OT, um, I remember like the way that she was interact with, interacting with the crowd. She was like, "Hi, you right? How's everyone? You cool?" <laughs> she was, like Beyonce comes out. She's like, "Hello, I'm Beyonce. I'm here." You know, like she, Britney was like really chill and just I don't know, kind of like a bit reserved, and then she kind of kind of eased her way into it. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I just uh love Britney. But last thing, top five, top five or ten favorite Britney songs. Okay, so I actually have a blog post that I wrote in 2016 of my top Britney songs. I'm okay, just go for it. I'm just gonna go through them because like, yes. I think I even put that she's got different moods. So she's got dance. She's got that pure pop. She's got her mm. like sensual songs. So oh, see, I live in. Just all I hear is sirens. Okay, so I've got Gimme More, Break the Ice. Yes. So this is for the dance section. I've got Gimme More, Break the Ice, Slay for You, Circus, mm-hmm. Overprotected, um, and then Pop. I've got My Prerogative, Sometime, mm. Toxic, mm. Slow, Born to mm. Make You Happy. I fucking love that song every I time. Born to Make You Happy. Yes. I'm not. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Um, mm. Sensual, touch of my hand, breathe on me, inside out, strangers love, which is people probably don't know that one. And then we kiss. I, yeah. Unusual you. And then I've also put in like really like random other notable mentions. But yeah, I feel like those are my absolute faves. I think ours are kind of the same, except if you, if you see Kaylee. That song, I one got me into a lot of trouble. I remember when it came out, I was like, right, this is rather okay. I remember when it came out because I was in school and I remember going, because I, I, I was a Britney stand before Britney stands like, were cool. And I remember going to school and I figured out, it, it's we had to like write it out because we were kids. We're like, wait, if, F, you, oh my God, it's a swear. <laughs> And I went to a Christian school as well. So we were going, I was going around like, oh, the boys and all the girls are begging if you see KB. And I never really got into trouble, but like I got into trouble that day. Like I remember it so, so, so well because I was just going around the playground basically saying, well, you fuck me. Oh my God. But that, that is like, that, I think that's more of a nostalgia thing though, is why I like that song. Yeah. Um, 
Till the World Ends. I kind of like that song, but that I, is, I like the remixes though. I feel like for me that song's overplayed and I always picture that song at the end of her concert and that's what she sings and the confetti comes out. <laughs> yeah, it's quite true. Yeah, like it's, I, but I said I like the remixes more. Like the the actual song itself, which maybe I don't know. So that's kind of more of an honourable mention for me because I still like the song, but like Nicki Minaj's verse of that song was so hard, and it was like so short. Yeah, I Nicki Min, I, mm, I love Nicki, I love Nicki, but I always feel like her features are better than her actual material, and I don't I mean because yeah. I don't want the barbs coming after me. But um, so I'll, I'll cut this out. It's fine. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it in. I don't care. I mean. I just, Britney's got such a good back catalogue. Such yeah. a good catalogue. Like, of all her features. Even, I, like, to this day, I'm still finding out things about Nicki Minaj's features, which is crazy. Like, do you know her feature with B.O.B.? Um, uh, what, what was it called? Out of my, my Mind. Yeah. That so song. I remember seeing him when I was, like, early in uni, and I was like, oh, my God, I love B.O.B., because he had some bangers. Like, he sounded like Andre 3000, but slightly different. And then... It was more acoustic, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of just disappeared. Well, the thing is, B.O.B., because I, I, as in, I stand B.O.B. Like, I brought the glasses so I could look like B.O.B. when I was little. Um, but then, essentially, he went into Trap, which was a bit of a strange mood, because he did a song called Up and Down with um, T-Pain, which yeah. actually was like absolute bop i fucking love that so he did like a few more other songs like that um and then essentially kind of because he just deviated from his original sound so much that i think just people kind of stopped listening to him because it wasn't like the cute bob with the guitar or excuse me like the bob singing about something cute about space or whatever you know like he didn't transition to that new genre kind of well but no that song out of my mind with B.O.B. Uh, and Nicki Minaj, that song is a diss. Nicki Minaj's verse is a diss to B.O.B. Which yeah. is so fu- I don't, I don't know why I find that so funny. Because I'm like, you literally got into a song and just basically called him a cunt. And just was like, all right, cool, see ya. <laughs> no. I fucking like, oh dear, I love Nicki Minaj, but what? Like, anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I Till the World Ends is like one of my favourite one of my it's like an honorable mention for me like i don't love it but i like it um lucky's another one i love lucky i just still mm. at the beginning this is the song about a girl called lucky i'm like who calls their child lucky are your puppy just yeah it's okay but it's a bit unfortunate to be quite honest so i just like this is this is why she has such a hard life <laughs> you started her off on the wrong foot yeah no that bit um what did you, did you say radar radar i do like radar I've got my other notable mentions. Yeah, go through those because we need oh, to hear okay. them. Got my other notable mentions. Okay. Yeah. Um. So for dance, my other notable mentions are outrageous. That is a banger. Yes. Um, mannequin, womanizer, up and down, boys. I'm yes, boys. That is a banger. The answer. Yes. Freak show and perfect lover. Oh boy, no, but boys is my that is my shit. That is my shit. I feel like that should go back into like that. Boys is a banger. It is, honestly. And like, to be honest, another thing about Britney, she's really good with collaborations. Yeah. Like, Pharrell just kind of knew, because like, I feel like certain artists are better than other people. Like, 
Beyonce and Timberland kind of work, but Beyonce and Pharrell was like, uh, you know, like, but every person that Beyonce has worked with, like, I didn't realise that Kerry Hilson wrote a lot of her songs. Yeah. And I, that is such a good collab. I was like, yes, that, like, let's, let's, you know, let's work with that. I don't know, but I feel like Britney and Pharrell was just such a... It was magic. Magic made in heaven. I fucking... Yeah, you literally you literally said all of mine. So I was like, all right, what's there's no point in me saying it. Say what my favorite like my favorite song is every time. Um and then the rest of them are literally the same. They are literally, literally the same. But I'm gonna go because I would like to go to bed. <laughs>